Hello and welcome to 20 Cent Retail's podcast. I'm Vincent Panels. In today's episode, I chat with Oliver Fraser, Chief Operating Officer of Goldmesser. We discuss how the event industry evolves to the new hybrid era and how digital and live events will complement each other in the future. It's the third and final episode in this three-part series dedicated to the digitalization of retail events. Don't miss the conclusion in the end where I summarize a few of the key points we learned during this mini-series. But now, here's my chat with Mr. Fraser. Well, good morning or guten Morgen, uh, Mr. Fraser. Uh, thank you for being here. Hi, good to hear you. Um, well, uh, maybe to start the show and to, to for those who might still not know that, uh, although I expect that them to be a, a very few group, uh, could you tell us maybe a little bit of the footprint of uh, Kölnmes and, and what are your activities worldwide? Yes, of course. Uh, Kölnmes is uh, one of the largest uh, trade fair organizer in the world. We are under the top 10 of the world and uh, top five in Germany. We are organizers and conducts about uh, 80 trade fairs, exhibition guest events and uh, special events in Cologne. And of course, in the most important markets uh, worldwide as well, we are having three pillars of expertise. One is uh, global competence in food and food tech. For example, with our events, uh, Anuga and uh, ISM show. The second um, expertise are global conference in furniture, interiors and design with our big events, IMM Cologne and the Orgatec, for example. Okay. And the third pillar um, are digital media, entertainment and mobility, which uh, addresses really important future-oriented themes at events such as Gamescom and uh, Demexco. And uh, we are really an international uh, company and uh, the company's fairs are among the most internationally diverse in the world, I would say. On average, we are having around uh, 70% of our exhibitors and more than 40% of our visitors are coming from abroad. So, and Cologne um, uh, not only brings the world here to Cologne, we are also organizing fairs worldwide. Our focus areas are Asia and uh, South America. And uh, when we take a look at our Cologne exhibition center here, we are having the third largest in Germany and uh, one of the top 10 in the world as well at uh, our com uh, exhibition center comprises about uh, 300,000 square meters of whole space and uh, 100,000 square meters of outdoor space for all types of events. So quite impressive uh, indeed for those who didn't know. Um, and, and let's continue um, with obviously the Corona question uh, as in 2020, the, the world of uh, trade events and, and the event industry had to come to a standstill. Um, but you as many other organizers uh, did uh, install protocols, safety protocols and, and to ensure the safety of exhibitors and visitors. We are talking now about the restart of the industry. All those protocols, I expect, uh, will be still in place, or did you add even more when you're going to get the green light? I would say Kölmesse is prepared for safe and uh, coronavirus compliant trade fairs very, very well. Uh, and we are having a specific program for this. For that, we worked out that program last year when the corona 
crisis came uh, to, 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 to all of us, uh, the program, the name of the program is uh, Be Safe for Business. Um, and this is really an extensive package of uh, measures and uh, of for, for health protection uh, together with other steps resulting from uh, a detailed analysis of each individual event. So we have the health and safety of all trade fair attendees in our mind all the times and um, always implement the uh, legal uh, requirements and communicate these comprehensively to all our trade fair participants. And of course, uh, I would say we cannot know yet whether any conditions will be in effect by the time of our trade fairs in autumn. Uh, and if so, what exactly those might be, but our measures within the, our program, the BCA for Business program are based on the current requirements of the German federal state of North Rhine-Westphalia here. And also we are was prepared to carry out trade fairs in accordance with the rules currently in force, I would say. So we will of course take any changes uh, into account and implement that exactly to uh, our trade fairs. So also I would like to say we are really um, uh, ready for, for the restart. Yeah, obviously. And everybody is not just ready, but also anxious for the, for the restart. Uh, but at the same time, last year we saw, uh, and this is kind of the topic of, of today's show, uh, we saw the emergence of a lot of digital events. And you also embarked on the digital train uh, with uh, Gamescom and Demexco that were your first fully digital uh, shows. Uh, could you tell us maybe very quickly, what did you learn uh, from those first uh, events? Yeah, really, last year we, we, we are already able to set benchmarks, I would say, and show that analog and uh, digital element, um, they will complete each other for the future uh, and lead for the exhibitors to new ranges for our customers also. For example, uh, we had uh, more than 2 million viewers uh, at the Gamescom opening night live last year. 2 million uh, and, Yeah, right. Uh, okay. And and um, at the Mexico 2020, also in September last year, more than 20,000 participants visited the platform uh, and met uh, more than 260 exhibitors. And uh, recently, we had much more events at our digital event platforms. Uh, we, we built on last year, for example, this year, that was the Ha and Ha Cologne at home and our InterZoom at home. Um, that was uh, the world's leading trade fair for furniture production and interior design uh, took place in March, the H&H and the InterZoom at home in, in, in May. Um, and I would say that uh, the first digital trade fairs last year were, were really blueprints for us. They taught us to integrate digital elements into the communication offer and to optimize exactly that for our customers. Also, we are absolutely convinced that hybrid events will be the future so for, 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 for the fair industry increasing. Also the digital reach is our strategic focus and digital components are the logical complement to the physical presentation in the halls for the future. Okay, well, that, that actually is uh, the, logical, the logical step. Uh, I like that you mentioned the fact of hybrid events, that means still live and digital. At the same time, uh, I suspect that you indeed conduct a lot of surveys among your 
potential or, or already current visitors and exhibitors. What is their main feedback? Do they long for really this hybrid uh, happening or do they really long to also come back to a physical events and in general? Um, so, so it's absolutely, it's absolutely clear that um, our um, uh, customers, they, they want to be back um, in, in, in to, to the exhibition halls. That's absolute, absolutely clear. At their core, of course, hybrid trade fairs will be combined the best of both worlds. They create digital reach on the one hand and radiance, of course, out into the digital world but also offer personal encounters as an emotional life experience in Cologne. And with all the digital efforts, we sense that the core goal of the trade fair remains the same. The trade show customers want to meet in person. And to this end, we are very working intensively on the relaunch uh, as soon as possible, of course. Okay. And um, I, I suspect that one of the main nightmares when you organize a hybrid event or a digital event uh, is the fact that your platform must be working and not creating frustrations, uh, that, that you're always kicked out, uh, as I experienced uh, last year with, with not your shows, but other shows. Uh, uh, that, that I, I've experienced those kind of things or, or when the platform just crashes. How, how did you approach those kind of uh, issues? Yes, you're absolutely right. Technical difficulties, of course, could happen. Yeah? From human error, on the one hand, to incorrect use of materials to the force majeure. Uh, so I've already experienced it myself, of course, at our own events, at uh, external ones as well. And, and you know that minutes can be very long while you are waiting for the restart then. And uh, you never know how long it takes. Uh, but I have what you've mentioned, not yet the experience at long-term total failure at our platform. Uh, what I have experienced with my employees at our own events is uh, a very professional approach to technical problems. This is very important. Also troubleshooting with the pre-coordinated communication channels internally in and externally, as well as uh, regulated processes, for example, in storybooks. It's very, very important. Uh, but nothing is much more important than informing the audience or platform visitors very quickly and clearly because we don't want to lose them. Um, and uh, we have already succeeded in, in doing that very well, I would say. And another important point from, to me is um, that uh, our staff share and summarize their learnings after each event. It's, it's another very important point. Currently, our learning curve, as you can imagine, is uh, for, for our digital events is extremely steep. Um, they, they think more and more in, in scenarios and our employees know what might happen and how to deal with it. Um, so they stay calm. That's very important at any second um, focused on resolving the problem. And I'm very proud of the team, which is openly approaching the new challenges here. Uh, that is actually uh, good to hear that, that no major crash has, has happened yet and uh, touch wood it won't happen in the future. Um, one of, of the things that I do wonder though is when it comes to a digital event, because you just mentioned that people do long to go back to physical meetings and face-to-face -face meetings, is a digital or hybrid uh, event really suitable for any industry? I'm, I'm obviously thinking 
if I want to go to Anuga and I would like to, to see a new food product and try it, face-to-face -face is going to be better than through a computer. Yeah, that's right. This goes back to what I mentioned uh, also before. Of course, the, the industry branch is very important with respect to the digital events. And it does not only depend on the products, the industry stands for it. It also depends on the degree of digitalization. If you take, for example, Gamescom or our digital event in Mexico, uh, for example, people who work in this industry are part in the digital world because digital technology plays for them in a central role, of course. And uh, presenting or selling a digital product via digital alternatives for trade fairs is a lot easier in comparison, what you have mentioned before, to food or furniture, for instance. Also, when we talk about uh, food or furniture, I would say taste, smell, material, consistency, and uh, the overall feel play a much more important role. And this is very difficult to reproduce digitally. Uh, and that is why we prefer the hybridization of fairs, because in that way, you can still meet in person, test the product live at a place in the halls, and gain international in additional reach via the digital platform uh, the trade show offers. So also, I would like to say you, you have to um, create a specific program for each different trade for show. That, that, that's actually a very good point. And uh, that, that it's not just only the industry, but also the nature of the industry and the, the cultural side of the industry that, that would uh, help, whether it's digital or, or physical or hybrid. And, and that brings me to a point, which is one of the three main points that I always mention when I go to a trade show. Uh, it's to make business, it's to, uh, uh, of course, learn about great content, but also, and that's the point I want to get to, is networking. Um, networking is, is a major part of any trade show uh, with current or new uh, contacts. What are the forms that networking can take on a digital or hybrid platform uh, in, in your views? Yeah, I, I would like to say that nothing is more important than having the right context because um, lead generation is very important to trade fair customers, also for our exhibitors. Visitors, exhibitors, uh, I would say top decision makers, buyers, industry experts, and uh, yeah, media representatives can usually get in contact with others by audio, video, or chat as one-to-one -one communication on digital trade fair platforms. We also, from Köln Master side, uh, the opportunity, uh, offer the opportunity to, to come together in, in, in smaller groups, in special private virtual rooms, we call it uh, conference rooms, for example. Uh, and if people are interesting in a new context, they usually search for a certain type of company or of course, by, by, by the interest. And there are networking tools that offer these options as well. For example, Köln Messer has a function um, on our at-home platform that is called a discovery graph. And here people are matched based on recommendations or same interest. Uh, in that way, you get in touch with a, a lot more people that are all that are, are really of your interest in cooperation uh, to the physical fair. And of course, we as Köln Messe also create special events on the digital platform to bring 
people together and give them the opportunity to get in touch with each other. But on the other hand, uh, what I've mentioned before is no digital medium could uh, substitute the, 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 the personal uh, account, of course. And uh, in that case, um, the, the, the digital format, of course, uh, will bring information to, to, to all, all the people. But at the end of the day, people want to meet each other in the halls. Okay, so if I understand correctly, you have prepared in, in, your, in your tools things like chatting one-to-one uh, -one or face-to-face -face via video calling or also with some, some smaller groups. And, and that, that is actually quite uh, kind of the same things that we experience on a live show. Um, but at the same time, uh, I expect that when you have a general chat or, or something like this in, in, in the platform, You also want to avoid certain parasites or people just like bombarding it with spams of, of advertising. Um, is there a certain networking etiquette that you that you would like to advise your people, your, your your visitors and exhibitors? And and if so, uh, how do you intend to implement it? I, I think it absolutely makes sense to have an etiquette uh, when 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 meeting in in, in the digital world. Um, so one to one communication is quite easy, so what we have today to handle, but uh, once there are much more than three or four or six uh, people in a digital conversation, it is, of course, better to offer some guidelines that tell the participants um, what to consider uh, once they are part of the digital uh, conversation. And a lot of tools already offer great functionalities for, for that, such as a rising hand, and everybody knows that, or special rights to those who are host of the conversation, for example, for example, the ability to mute people or to turn off their video while others are speaking. So that these tools and etiquette are known uh, among the participants. We provide a special support page for all our trade shows. Here we summarize, we bring very quickly uh, all the information together, searchable like, like Google. And like Google, this page keeps uh, getting bigger and the search results keep getting better every day. So I would say the bottom line for us is a great trade show experience from the very first minute. And that includes well-informed attendees who know their scope of action. The same if you meet each other uh, here in Cologne or uh, at our digital event platforms. Okay, uh, so that's actually good to hear uh, that there would be some, some safeguarding uh, systems. Um, and, and, and before we reach the, the end of the, the episode, uh, as we talked about earlier in the beginning, We're talking about the restart, uh, talking about autumn or aiming for autumn. Um, maybe you can tell us about what are the, the shows which are still on your agenda and on your calendar this year. Yeah, unfortunately, um, the, the Gamescom event in August will be purely a digital event, but it will be a very huge one, of course. Uh, so so we, we've, and, and the Gamescom event built on, on the good experience from the last year. Um, the same is with the, the Mexico event in at the beginning of September, will be a purely digital event as well. Um, then we are having the Kind and Jung event in September and the big um, dental show, our IDS. Um, in October, we expect the, the, the Anuga, uh, then the FSB in Aquanale, and in, in November, our um, 
our art events, Art Cologne and Cologne Fine Art and Design. Also, you can see that uh, here in Cologne, we expect some very big uh, uh, shows. Um, of course, under the regulation of um, our hashtag Be Safe for Business program, but uh, we are really happy that uh, we will have a restart then uh, in September, uh, but in August we will have the Gamescom a fully digital event. And of course, uh, in trade fairs, our trade fairs abroad, we will have in, 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 in India events, we will have uh, in, in Bangkok events uh, and uh, in, in, in China as well. Uh, because in, in, in Asia, um, they started uh, much uh, earlier than, than we here in, in Germany. Okay, so if I understand correctly, we'll still have some digital shows to, to kick off the, the trade show uh, calendar after the summer or at the end of the summer. But then hybrid events, uh, so partially physical, should also or hopefully take place in, in October in uh, Cologne with Anuga, hopefully, and I definitely will want to be there. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's end this, this on this positive note. I could talk with you for hours, but uh, we are limited with time. Uh, Mr. Fraser, thank you very much for your participation. And I hope to see you again physically in September or October. Yes, I'm really happy to, to see you here in Cologne. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it. And this is the conclusion of the three-part miniseries about the digitalization of retail events. What should you remember from all three episodes? Well, a few things which we don't repeat enough in the current times. First of all, the digitalization is not the result of the corona pandemic. The event industry and pure digital players were already working on digital platforms for quite a while. Also, after the lockdowns are lifted, the digital solutions are here to stay. Some digital events will remain, others will emerge, and of course, live events will continue to add a digital offer for their visitors and exhibitors. So expect a future where a hybrid event is the new standard for the industry. Finally, and this will affect you concretely, the way you interact with your customers or potential business partners will be totally transformed. Exhibiting, visiting, or attending a conference won't be the same. You might need to learn new skills to attract attention, or you will also need to learn to adapt your sales pitch according to the media. Next to the classic ways and face-to-face, -face, networking will take many forms thanks to matching, chatting, video calls, many, many more. So your message will need to adapt accordingly. And finally, don't forget that in the end, a physical contact is still required. Technology doesn't let you taste food or try on clothes, touch fabric through video calls or through a newsletter. Also, certain industries and certain cultures still attach a lot of value to a physical contact before they build a business relationship. Anyway, that's all. I hope you enjoyed the last three episodes as much as I enjoyed making them. If you want to get in touch, don't hesitate to write an email with your comments or questions. I also invite you to check out the website 20centretail.com for more retail stories. And join me next time for a new episode where I will chat with a retail expert. In the meantime, thank you for listening.